in this episode today, we're going to talk about self-acceptance and what impact that has on uh, you as a person. And uh, we've discussed a little bit, uh, Janelle and I, and we would like to touch a, a bit on the whole concept of gender identity that is a very prevalent issue that we're facing in our society today. And how does that tie in with self-acceptance? Hey, it's Ron Thiessen. Welcome to another episode of The Human Being Project by The Change Evolutionist, where my daughter Janelle and I explore the difference between being and doing. In a world of constant distractions, sky-high expectations, and the relentless pursuit of more, we examine what would happen if we made space for more being and less doing. For me, I'm just going to start it by saying that um, the concept of accepting yourself, uh, is, it's a very powerful concept, but it's one that many people do not have, they haven't developed that capacity or that understanding because they are so influenced by and impacted by external points of reference. So everything that society tells you, everything that people tell you about you, everything that you, maybe your family has told you about you and, uh, you know, the pictures that have been painted about who you are by other people around you. And it drowns out the voice that's inside that's telling you who you really are. And I think social media has had a huge impact on this too, because I have so many younger people that tell me, you know, well, when I compare to everybody else, you know, like their lives are going great and my life sucks. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's in that comparison of, you know, you're seeing a projected picture, a projected image of somebody else's life that may or may not be a reality at all. You mm -hmm. know, I remember there was one guy that I was talking to who was in a, an online business and he told me, he said, you know what I did? He said, to really boost my profile, he went to the Lamborghini dealer and he posed in front of a Lamborghini. And then he posted that uh, information on his website as if that was his car. And people are doing that kind of thing all the time and posting stuff on social media that makes it look like I'm really yes. successful. My life is really moving for me. And then the people that are sitting there, they're looking at that and saying, why, why can't I be like that? Yeah. There's so much pressure, you know, to there be is a so certain much pressure. way. Yeah. I mean, just filters alone, filters on all the images, filters on your videos. Societal standards have sabotaged our joy if we buy into them. It's almost like in order to be a human being that is okay inside, you have to abandon all of the frameworks of society that are currently in place right now. The ones that mm. say you have to look a certain way, you have to behave a certain way, you have to speak a certain way, you have to have these things, you have to look this way and have these friends. It's ridiculous the extent to which we are supposed to filter and edit ourselves to be okay in this society. And that I want to say so Western true. society because no. I don't think it's like this globally. I think it's no. very much like this in our Western society, in North America. I mean, maybe other parts of the world, but I can't speak to those because I don't live there. I would just say, what is going on? It's a whole lot of crazy out there. So. Yeah. I feel like when, even when it comes to the concept of gender identity, um, mm. when it comes to the concept of anything, now there's this huge uproar about women being marginalized or overlooked or forgotten or their place is no longer relevant because, you know, there's so many arguments at play over mm. 
what at the core is just human beings wanting to be their authentic self and that be right. okay. And right. you know what? It is okay. The only way that it becomes not okay is when we decide to buy into the frameworks that tell us being who we are authentically is not okay. Yeah. So right. there have to be like frontline people who say, you know what? I like for me, for example, I'm a 48 year old woman. Frequently I go without makeup and sure, maybe I look rough compared to, you know, social media standards and I'm overweight a lot. And so that's an instant judgment because you can't look like that. You can't even be aging 48 years old. You better not be mm. showing wrinkles. You should get some Botox. And if you can't do any of that, you should definitely apply filters to any images you're going to post on social media so that people mm. think that you're more attractive or more. If I buy into all of that, if I start living my life according to these standards, I, I'm not going to be able to be my authentic self on the inside no. anymore. I'm going to lose no. myself in that. Right. That's right. And so then the whole idea of self-acceptance is... It's like a different language. What what are mm. you accepting? You don't even know who you are anymore. Right. That's right. You've contorted and twisted. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're trying to accept that contorted version of who you are and thinking that others won't like you unless you are that contorted right. version, that is such an assault on your self-esteem. And you know what happens a lot of the time is you contort and you do everything you can to fit within the mold and to be what you should look like and to do what you should do. And people still don't like you, mm. you know, mm. or you still don't have enough or you still don't look perfect. So you, you've you just now sacrificed every ounce of your joy in order to fit within a mold that is still not acceptable. You know, it just reminds me of one person who posts on social media quite a bit, at least where, where I see it on LinkedIn. And he was talking about the fact that he's gay and he's lived through all of that uh, discrimination about being gay. And now he's living through discrimination about not being gay enough on the part oh, of gay people. So, so it's like he's talking about this this confusion, like, I, who am I really and how can I be authentically me when I'm ostracized by both camps? Wow, right. that that would be a very difficult place to be. And, you know, when you're talking about social media and the, and the pressures of that, you know, I'm from a different generation. So I don't see things like that. Like social media doesn't have much impact on me. I've never even considered, you know, do you manage your, your picture or do you, you know, enhance yourself some way? I, I never really think about those things, but I know mm -hmm. it's very prevalent in people that are tuned into social media. And I think, you know, when we talk about the concept of, of gender identity, you know, for me, I mean, that was never an issue when I was growing up. You were either this or that. But uh, I think it's a, a desperate look for what can I, how can I call myself, categorize myself that I am unique? Because I think every one of us as individuals, we want to be unique in some way. We want yes. to be able to identify ourselves as saying, well, this is me. But yes. with all of that pressure around us, it's very difficult to find that this is me. And so the labels have become so important, you know, what you do and, yeah. and what your title is and, and the pronouns and that, you know, like it's all, it's become so important. And of course, the, the way that I can generate some category of my own to say that this is who I am is just to create another category. Yes. And I mean, you know, I remember when, uh, 
LBTQ uh, <laughs> came out and I had to get uh, straight in my mind, you know, is it BLT or is it LBT or it was so confusing. But now, now we've added all these other things to it, these different categories to, to try to make people feel that this is, this more accurately identifies who you yes. are. And I think that is such, it's, it's so much a look of a search for who am I and, and how yes. does that get expressed? And it's not like you were saying, not acceptable to just be authentic, uh, in yes. our society. And uh, the, I, I think that's what we need to get back to. Just be your authentic self. And no matter what we call it, no matter what term is put on it, the fact is that you are living who you are. And, and that's going to, that's where the liberation is. That's where the freedom is. And it doesn't matter what label people put on you or don't. You just are, you know, as a human being. Well, so much of that identifying stuff. Okay. So w whether you fall into the LGBTQ plus, I don't know all the, I'm sorry. I don't know all the letters and numbers and stuff, but, um, or pronouns or, or race or different culture affiliation or religion. These are all external identifiers. Right. And right. they do not define who you are on the inside. They're just roles. No. They're either roles we play or they're external, um, things that we rely on other people to validate. Mm. So I think what happens with self-acceptance is we no longer rely on external factors to validate us. So say you're a trans person or a trans woman or a trans man, however it's, it's called. If somebody calls you the wrong gender or if somebody, you know, throws a fit because you're in the wrong bathroom or whatever, that is not your issue. That's a mm. them issue. And if you can separate yourself from needing them to recognize what you have decided is true about yourself, you yeah. take all your power back. You don't yeah. need them to recognize who you are inside. You recognize who you are inside and you are the right. only audience that matters. So yeah. whoever you are and however you quote identify is only relevant to you. And I think when yeah. we can get back to the place where we go inside and we say, I feel authentically me this way and it doesn't matter. It mm. doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter if it's um, accepted in society or if there's a special place for me in society. I create that special place with me. Now, this doesn't address oppression. There's oppression yeah. that happens. And right. it's very easy to say, oh, just be okay with yourself inside. When there's external oppression and racism and bullying, injustice, and yeah. injustice, right? And yeah. this is an yeah. enormous issue that that really does have to be addressed. It's not cool, obviously, right. right? But when it comes to you know, if you're not in a situation where you're being oppressed or bullied or harassed or um, judged in you know in a in a sense that takes away your freedoms, then it's all about your personal your inner space. That right. self-acceptance is is coming from within. And it's still coming from within if you're being bullied and harassed. It's still a, an internal thing that you have to deal with. Unfortunately, there's just added complications in our society, which are dwindling now. I, f I feel like there's more consideration for people who have been victims. Are you just itching to weigh in on the topic we're discussing? Maybe we've said something that has triggered you, or you feel there's a perspective we're missing. Maybe you agree a thousand percent and you have your own story. Don't sit silent on the sidelines. Let your voice be heard. 
You can now record your question through Pod Inbox. That's P-O-D, the first part of the word podcast. Just head over to podinbox.com forward slash human being project, set up an account and record. You can also find the link in the show notes. Your question, your comment, your feedback, and our response to it will be featured in a future episode. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? I would just make the point that that even if you are in a situation where you are being oppressed, we have some very powerful examples of people who still they took care of what was internal and then their activism expressed externally was very powerful. You know, I'm thinking of Mahatma Gandhi, which I, which it, it's, it always surprises me when it, sometimes when I'm teaching, I'll refer to Mahatma Gandhi. How many people know who he is and students who are in university now, almost without exception, they know who he is. He's been yes. gone a long time, but somebody yes. like that, Martin Luther King Jr., you know, who expressed with such power from coming from who he was as a person. He's not, he's not trying to be, uh, he's not trying to focus on the external issue. He's, he then talks about how powerful are you as a person? And therefore you can throw off the shackles, no matter who's imposing them on you, because out of this, the strength of who you are internally as a person comes the power for you to, to throw off the shackles and be active or be an activist about it. It's, it's the same thing as setting boundaries in your life, you know? You, you can only do that effectively when you really understand who you are and why you're setting that boundary. And then you can, you can set the boundary and adhere to it because you know that it's truth for you. But there's a whole nother way you could go with the boundaries because I feel like in some sense, boundaries have, have just become this big thing. I have a boundary about this and I have a mm. boundary about that. And before you know it, you're such a closed off person because you have so many yeah. darn boundaries. Everybody's mm. stepping on a boundary. Everybody's offending you. Everybody's causing <laughs> you distress, <laughs> right? So then yeah. you have to question, do I have too many boundaries? Am I easily mm. offended? Am I reactive to a lot of things that happen around me? If so, that means you're not okay inside. That means you mm -hmm. need to work on yeah. self-acceptance. And the exactly. only way that I have discovered to work on self-acceptance, it's been a hard road, but I have really come a long way with self-acceptance is to just be me without apology. Like mm. during COVID, I was always a person who was meticulously groomed at work. I mean, I had a people-facing job. My hair was always done, makeup always done to a T, made sure that I was looking good at all times, looking like mm. I took time to make myself look good. Mm -hmm. But during COVID, I wasn't going to work. I was at home and I didn't wear makeup mm. for almost a whole year. And mm. man... Did I feel good because I had a belief system that I was not, not only sickly looking without makeup, but that it was an offense to people mm -hmm. around me to be seen without makeup because they would feel like I didn't care about the way I presented myself and somehow that would reflect on them, that they weren't worthy of me caring how, like I had a whole story. And until wow. I took that year during COVID and I didn't wear makeup and I just every morning looked at my makeup free face and just went, man, I like it. I love mm. the feeling of not having makeup. I love the feeling of just, you know, the girls and I, we'd hang out and I would just show up no makeup like this had never happened before. <laughs> and and they were like, I mean, one of my girlfriends was like, hey, you know, you might want to like consider some mascara. And I was like... <laughs> Instantly, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, she's a, she's offended because I'm I, I'm not trying hard enough." 
And then I had to talk myself down from that Mm. and say, wait a minute, that is one opinion and she's totally entitled to it, but it's not changing my story. I don't Mm. like putting on mascara. I'm not going to wear it just because she Mm. thinks I should, right? Mm. And it's just like little things like that. Just deciding, you know what? You're not being antagonistic about it. You're not being like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to be me. Mm. You're Mm. just like, I. this is how I feel most myself. Yeah. Whatever that is. This is how I feel yeah. most myself. I am going to honor it because if I don't honor it, nobody else will. So mm-hmm. I'm going to honor it. I'm just going to be me. And if you have to do it one tiny little thing at a time, then do that. You know, right. do that. For me, I, I realized that I'm in a position that a lot of people are not. And that is that I had a mother who always told us that we, we were great. We could do good things. And really expected the best of us, and uh, and I I know that that prepared me for uh, for my future that I could I could be a person who would say I'm good as I am, but I know lots of people had never experienced that and grew up in a completely different kind of thinking that they they were all kinds of restrictions and rules placed on them in order for them to be acceptable you know and for sure that's a huge thing to overcome, but like you said if you just show up as your authentic self and realize that as long as you are okay with that, that's really what matters. And mm-hmm. everybody else will adjust, you know, yes. uh, they, because so many of the things that are imposed on us from the outside are other people's beliefs and yes. other people's values that, that have yeah. nothing to do with us. You know, like Wayne Dyer says in his book, he said, there, there's a, there's a book out there. What you think of me is none of my business. And more <laughs> yeah. of us would live like that. We would be much freer, right? <laughs> yes. And I think what you'll realize, the more you embrace your authentic self, the more you just show up in the world as who you are, very few people care. Like, I think it we've is, blown yeah. it up in our mind. Everybody's watching me or, you know, when I look like this, I stand out mm-hmm. or nobody mm-hmm. cares. Everybody is in their own, the way that you are stuck in your own thing, like, the whole world is watching or I'm being judged for this or it, nobody cares. They're very nobody consumed cares. with their own, yeah. their own issues and their own perspectives. So such a valuable point. Yeah. If that gives you any freedom to go out there and just be you, then just remember, maybe they'll see you for a second. They will forget you instantly. It's just the yeah. way it is. So just yeah. be you. That's right. Might as well live not miserable trying to be what everybody else yes. thinks that you should be when they don't even remember that that's what they thought you should yes. be. Yes. <laughs> Just be authentic. Yes. Yeah, I agree completely. Yes. What did you think of this shorter episode? Let us know in Spotify by clicking reply in the Q&A section for this episode or visit The Change Evolutionist on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Never miss an episode. Get notification to your inbox when a new episode is released. Download to your device or listen on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. To get notifications, go to thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash subscribe. For more information and links, check out the show notes. Ron Thiessen is a practicing psychologist and educator. To apply as a guest on the podcast, please visit thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash podcast guest.